Please note that the following podcast includes discussions of crimes and violence. It may contain graphic descriptions that could be disturbing to some listeners. The show also features talk about the consumption of cannabis, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Yes. Oh, oh. Lenny. Oh my gosh. So for everyone listening, uh, we have a little uh, a guest host today. You're not going to hear him talk though. He's pretty quiet. Um, kind of fuzzy all over though. He's so cuddly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Lenny's in the house. <laughs> he is currently on my lap. Oh my God, those are cute. And Melissa's <laughs> perusing the internet for a tiny, extremely tiny dog sweaters. Timu. Because, yeah, like he doesn't even fit the guinea pig sweaters at PetSmart. They're too big. He fit the guinea pig sweaters? They had some cute guinea pig sweaters today. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, so many problems. Oh I need to God. get him a little hoodie with a little pot leaf on it. Because he looks like he's high all the time. He does. Actually, he's got a pretty good Snoop Dogg face, to be honest. He does. He does. Oh, my God. Maybe we should do a side-by-side picture of Lenny and Snoop. <laughs> and then post it and tag Snoop. Oh, man. There you go. There's a Christmas tree. Oh, that's a Christmas sweater. It's Ooh. a blurry one, but it's a Christmas tree. Yeah. There's so many ones with the, pe- the puppy backpack. That's cute. I... <laughs> There's a... Sh- but yeah, so I decided Lenny should cuddle me because, oh, that's adorable. Um, yeah, he should cuddle me today because it's oh, today was a hard day for us. I he's had me <laughs> for five days straight, all the love he could ever have, and then I had to go to work today. <laughs> oh yeah, he probably missed you. So that's probably why he was acting out and ran under the bed and hid there because you know like. We have a king-sized bed, and he's hiding at the furthest possible point from any possible place. So <laughs> Come get me, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck dare you. <laughs> and I still love the fact that, because even with Justin, he had to get the broom to kind of scooch him out from under there. But Lex slept through the whole thing, and she's literally on top of the bed. Like That's so funny. Little monkey. Oh, Little... he's crazy. Are you crazy? You little weirdo. Little squinty eyes. <laughs> yeah, I I'm gonna do that. Uh, send yeah. me a message on on your thingy. Otherwise, yeah. I'm gonna forget because I don't know where I put my pen either. It's gone. Oh, there it is. I, I got it. I'm writing it down, and then okay. I'll send it. Yeah. Hi, Leonard. Okay. So yeah, with this being part two of 
what we were covering last week. Um, yeah, I figured I needed something to cuddle. Because, mm. yeah, like I said in the last episode. So this is episode 44. Welcome to True Crime Getting High. Getting High with True Crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's it hi Linnea <laughs> hi Melissa we'll just we we just get started. into the episode remember we're yeah. actually doing a podcast we're doing a podcast here no yeah. it's not not the Lenny show like, oh, could you imagine doing a podcast like but you get so big that only celebrities come on your show and mm. it's like uh the tonight show with lenny whatever well not the tonight show but like you know some other variation of that and it's just him sitting on my lap while i talk to celebrities i think that's amazing yeah but it's it's lenny's show but he needs to wear different costumes too and oh he'd have all the little doggy outfits yeah i will buy them for him (laughs) (laughs) he needs whatever snoop's wearing (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna write that down on a mission find snoop outfit for leonard <laughs> yeah, it just exploded My yes. leonard? yeah oh he's like trying to stay awake but it's not working oh. <laughs> anyway so yeah like i said in the last episode episode 43 um oh shit i almost dropped my pop i need to move drop drop my pop sorry I almost dropped my pop adjusted my there mic goes breath. her pop <laughs> pop, 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 pop. okay so for cereals for serious for reals got it anyways on to the serial killers again <laughs> yes we are continuing on in part two of david parker ray the toy box killer and uh like i said at the beginning of the last one um this is a rough one this is my warning to Anybody who may be easily triggered by uh, talk of sexual assault, rape, uh, general violence towards women, um, anything like that, uh, I recommend maybe don't listen to this episode. And if you're listening to this one first for some reason, don't listen to the last one. <laughs> like, Just listen, listen with care. Just yeah. know where you're at and be ready for some heavy things i guess hey yeah because yeah it gets a little more into things on this one so in the last episode um our david parker ray and his girlfriend i guess uh cindy hindi uh she uh (laughs) yeah that's her name she uh they're both caught by police after they'd been found to have kidnapped and sexually assaulted and raped, beat this poor Cynthia Vigil. Uh, and luckily, Cynthia was able to escape. It was helped by a nice elderly couple. Your eyes got really huge. Sorry, I was just looking at some photos oh, of the Of the trailer. things, yeah. The trailer, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's brutal. I'm here. Uh, um, but yeah, so just take caution with this one. And we're not offended if you don't listen to it. It's that's fine. We are okay with that. Yeah. So. so in this one, police have begun to interview Cynthia. Um, so the victim. So she told police that she had been working as a sex worker. 
and that in fact she had used heroin two days prior to being kidnapped so in the last episode where cindy when they her and cindy saw each other in the hospital which Mm -hmm. that never should have happened um and cindy pointed at cynthia i was like she's just on heroin you know that sort of thing Mm -hmm. accusing you know doctors take notes she's on drugs right yeah um making her less credible yeah so when they tested Mm -hmm. i imagine they do testing on her and stuff they if they would found heroin it's because she did do it two days prior to being kidnapped Mm -hmm. um and i think this was only the third day of her being gone like kidnapped so she was i think in their custody like in kidnapped for like three days um so cynthia said that she had been walking to a restaurant in albuquerque and i wrote in my notes behind albuquerque i wrote sp question mark because i know i butchered albuquerque really bad oh so yes (laughs) (laughs) because i was like i don't know i'll look it up later and then i never did um so she had been walking across a parking lot when someone she sort of knew uh pointed out that a man in a motorhome was looking for the services of a hooker mm. uh needing money because she had none mm-hmm. cynthia approached the motorhome and an older uh man was in the driver's seat uh the way she described this man uh matched the description of david parker ray to a t like same guy Slick back hair, bushy mustache, and everything. Yeah, just the sleazy gross. He is sleazy. Yeah. Gross. He, yeah. Oh. Yeah. They agreed upon a price for services, and she got in the motorhome. The motorhome with Cynthia inside then pulled out of the parking lot, and once on the road, David pulled out a badge and told Cynthia that she was, uh, that he was an undercover officer, and that she was now under arrest for prostitution. So, Cindy, his girlfriend, uh, mm. came out from the back of the motorhome and attempted to put Cynthia in handcuffs. But Cynthia fought her, like, hardcore. Uh, David pulled over and was able to get a single cuff on Cynthia's wrist, so he had to help her. Um, yeah, he then dragged Cynthia t- uh, to the rear of the motorhome and was able to cuff her to a metal pipe in the back uh, yeah, in the back part of the motorhome. He then continued to drive the motorhome to his home, his place. His property, yes. Yes. So, while handcuffed to the pole, Cynthia noticed that the screws uh, at the base of the pole were loose, and slowly she turned them until she was able to remove them. Unfortunately, smart but unfortunately Mm -hmm. cindy came to check on her and saw that what she was doing cindy cindy then used a cattle prod to shock cynthia into compliance the two david and cindy stripped cynthia naked and chained her to another part of the motorhome so they work together yeah a lot Mm -hmm. yeah because i think uh, by this point they had been together for like eight months or something it was right but he's been remember that yeah he's been doing this for like 40 years yeah it's not by that point it's not a rodeo that he's new to no uh so eventually they arrived at 513 bass road and yes you can look that up on google street view i wonder how many (laughs) times this sign has been attempted to be stolen or has been if it has been i don't think it's 
in the picture. It is. Yeah. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh with yeah. His name with his name on it. Yeah. Yes, it's there. <laughs> yeah. Could you? That would be like is the, you know how people some people out there collect like stuff like that memorabilia. Yeah. Sorts. Yeah. Memorabilia, and some of it's like freaking valuable. Mm-hmm. This, so this is a fucked up one though to steal. Yeah, you. it would be. I. It's not something I would want. The energy. I wouldn't want that in my house. Yeah, no, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So eventually they made it back to this address and 150 miles away from where they had abducted Cynthia. So quite a drive. Uh, they shackled Cynthia's ankles so she couldn't run and she was taken into the house and led to the living room. They then put the metal collar, that one that she'd been found with, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, around her neck. Um, and then a chain was hooked on the wall and attached to the metal collar. She was then forced onto the bed where she was shackled by the arms and legs to the corners of the bed. And then she was gagged. Like, ugh. Okay, let's see here where I'm at. Um, okay, so, and that is when the tape we talked about in part one was played. But if you missed it, here is the first bit. So I will reread that first part. Okay. I just gotta find it. Oh, no, it was on my phone. (laughs) That's where it was. Because it's in my screenshots and now in my Google photos forever until I delete it. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's... (laughs) Ooh, not that one. Okay. So I'll read the first oh my god. The first bit. Two paragraphs. Uh hello there, bitch. Are you comfortable right now? I doubt it. Wrists and ankles chained, gagged, probably blindfolded. You are disoriented and scared too, I would imagine. Perfectly normal under the circumstances. For a little while, at least, you need to get your shit together and listen to this tape. It is very relevant to your situation. I'm going to tell you in detail why you have been kidnapped and what's going to happen to you and how long you'll be here. I don't know the details of your capture because this tape is being created July 23rd, 1993, as a general advisory for future female captives. The information I'm going to give you is based on my experience dealing with captives over a period of several years. If at a future date there are any major changes in our procedures, the tape will be upgraded. Yeah. It just goes straight downhill from there, too. Yeah, it does. Like The next paragraph is, now you are obviously here against your will totally helpless don't know where you're at don't know what's going to happen to you they're very scared or very pissed off i'm sure that you've already tried to get your wrists and ankles loose and no you can't now you're just waiting to see what's going to happen next and then that's when it starts going really sideways and he starts describing what's going to happen and i'm i'm not going to read the next paragraph because that one's it's bad it's terrifying yeah because it's almost better not knowing what someone's gonna do kind of in a way but you can't anticipate and think like it just creates fear Mm -hmm. so so much fear which was his intention and 
he's yeah. a psycho and you know like it's all oh it's so gross so this transcript can be found on the internet if you wish to read it in full if you choose to i warn you it's beyond fucked up and super descriptive and detailed needless to say both melissa and i have listened or read it and it's something i think neither of us will ever forget like yes, no it's left its mark it's not it's gonna be one of those things i remember it gives me anxiety to think about it it and does I experience it yeah it does <sighs> so again a warning don't, yeah don't just go out looking for it if you have not yeah you gotta be prepared somehow i don't know how do you prepare to listen to that though like or, okay the only thing i could like, say is picture the worst things that people can do to other people and then yeah. throw animals into the mix and then take away all ability to survive it or if you do survive it to remember it and you will find out because the cops found you and said hey is this you mm. yeah, yeah. and then if you can stomach that then i'd be like hey you're good but most people can't so Mm-hmm. We have a child entering the room <laughs> and a child leaving the room. <laughs> Her dad's sitting on the couch downstairs. She walked right past him. Yeah, well, that's how it goes. I love my children. They usually look for mom first before they even try and get dad to help them. We forgot this. I'm like, okay, but your dad's just right there. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So Cynthia could tell from the way David talked, this wasn't his first time. Uh, he had done this. So, and we know it wasn't because if this tape was made in 1993 and it is now 1999, I believe that's yeah, six years six years <laughs> so that we know about well yeah at least six years right yeah uh, well six years that he's been happy with the procedures and way he does things otherwise it would have been updated so glad for his happiness uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> go suck a bag of dicks there david <laughs> anyways oh, I, feel, I fear he would appreciate that so. i don't think so because he was into women not men he would probably not like it. Um, so he had told her she would never see her family again and that he would kill her just like the others. So obviously he's admitting he had killed some of the women for sure. Mm -hmm. um, she was eventually led into another room where she was hung from chains attached to the ceiling. She was then raped and tortured repeatedly. They gave her electric shocks um, and she ended up passing out at times. Like he had a home homemade electric generator that he used to, and I guess it had three settings on it and like he had named them and it was all like, it was fucked up. Like, yeah, it was, it was bad. He is one despicable that like, he, I don't even want to say person because that is an insult to people. Yeah. We're people. I don't want to be. No, mm -mm, that's not a. 
as a demon yeah uh cynthia said that david and cindy would shackle her by her hands feet and neck when they weren't using her so like she wasn't going anywhere no um they would sit next to her while they watched tv in the living room because she's now on this bed that's in the living room that cops found when they went oh they kept her there okay yeah uh, during the whole ordeal, David would take pictures of Cynthia being tortured. Uh, David would also show Cynthia photos of torture he had conducted uh, on previous women. Mm-hmm. Uh, on her third day of being kidnapped, she woke up to seeing David in what she thought was a policeman's uniform, but I suspect it's actually his park ranger, like that makes outfit. Sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that it was just that's just my thought but more than likely that's what it was i doubt he would go through the effort of actually procuring a police uniform no he i mean he's done it hundreds of times yeah i think he needs to yeah uh dave uh, yeah david told cynthia he had a surprise for her his toy box uh she had heard mention of it before but did not know what it was yeah so that is the infamous toy box we were also talking about before Uh yeah so david removed her leg and hand shackles as he thought she may be too tired after what i'm assuming they've done stuff to her Uh uh the collar and chain were left in place though so david left for work and cynthia was left with cindy later that day around three o'clock the phone rang and Cindy went to answer it. When she did, she set down the keys to Cynthia's restraints on the living room coffee table. She picked up the phone and while talking, entered a different room to continue her conversation. So Cynthia saw an opportunity to escape and she went for it. Oh, Cynthia! <laughs> she was able to stretch out her leg and, lo- and hook the coffee table with her foot. She pulled the table close enough where she was able to grab uh, the keys and she quickly thought um, that Cindy could come back into the room at any moment. So instead of unlocking herself, she slowly pushed the table back as best as possible. But before she could pull her leg back to her, uh, Cindy walked into the living room. No. Yeah. So she, she's angry to say the least obviously um and she drops the phone and lunges at cynthia she wrestles cynthia trying to pull the keys from her hand but cynthia had a death grip on them like yeah like yes cynthia like yes you're never gonna they're part of me now that's a survivor adrenaline that's a yeah Mm -hmm. i'm not staying here so good job yeah so cindy then grabs a nearby lamp uh, she then hits Cynthia in the head with it. Oh. Yeah. The lamp broke into a bunch of pieces. And so that's all that broken glass that was around the bed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but because Cynthia was full of adrenaline at the time, the blow to her head didn't even phase her. Like, it just, she was like, it was like nothing. That's the flight. The fight or flight. And it's in full gear. <laughs> yeah. She kept fighting. And at some point, Cynthia sees the, uh, sees the phone uh cindy dropped and manages to grab it 
She quickly calls 911. And this was the first 911 uh, call that we talked about in part one. Yes. Uh, okay. Where the operator only heard what sounded like a fight or a struggle. Mm-hmm. And then like hung up, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so when Cindy managed to get the phone away from Cynthia, she hung it up. Cynthia grabbed a nearby ice pick off the floor and managed to slash the back of Cindy's head with it. Distracted by the now bleeding head wound, Cindy didn't react to Cynthia unlocking her chain and fleeing. Uh, yeah, fleeing from the house. So uh, she she had the key for the one at the that was holding her neck, but like yeah, not it the was... one to take it off of her neck. I guess it must be, or maybe just not. Or she didn't time. get time. Yeah, or didn't Anything care at that point yeah. yeah yeah so she ran down the road naked and terrified just trying to find someone who could help her seeing lights on at an older couple's home she barged in begging the woman not to let them get her mm. so the older woman observed cynthia's poor state noticing she had blood matted in her hair uh that her wrists looked like raw hamburger meat and also um for a from being they must have been from being tightly bound or something is what the old woman figured she had bruises all over her body but the concentration of those bruises was on her breasts and her arms yeah uh at this point the woman's husband entered the room and when cynthia saw him she begged him to remove the collar from her neck he said they should wait for the police as it may be evidence in regard to what has happened to the poor woman so he had at least like i can understand her desperate need to get it off but at the same time he sees the desperate need to maintain as much evidence as possible yeah so that whatever happened to her they could they could stop it well the police and fire department might have the proper tools to safely remove it too where he might not either right yeah um instead the man grabbed his wife's pink bathrobe to help cynthia cover her nakedness uh, the woman called 911, and while the woman was on the phone with 911, Cynthia hid under the kitchen table, absolutely terrified. So once police had interviewed Cynthia about what had happened to her, police then began to interview David and Cindy. The two admitted to abducting Cynthia, but they said they did it to try and help her get clean from her heroin addiction. Oh, dirty bitch. Mm. Yeah, obviously, see where that comes into play now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the police did not believe the, that crap, and both David and Cindy were charged with one count of kidnapping, one count of assault, one count of criminal sexual penetration, and two counts of conspiracy. As soon as they were transferred to an actual correction center, uh, the pair quit cooperating with police. At that point, awesome. Yeah, so by 7.30 p.m., a search warrant to search David Parker Ray's property was approved. So, like, same day, they're like, we need to get on this right the fuck now. Yeah, something's up here. (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit. So, uh, so this is where it starts getting descriptive. Okay. Again, because now we're going to start going over what they find in detail. So, police, while conducting their search, located Cynthia's clothing. Um, she had been wearing uh, when she was abducted. 
Police located 401 different items they did that did not belong to Cindy or David. Yeah. Oh, so, his keepsakes. His yeah. keepsakes. Well, or probably or it could just, just like, be their their clothes and whatever they had on them. So right. it could be like there could be 10 items per victim for all we know, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a mixture of women's clothing and jewelry that did not belong to Cindy. Located next to the house was a 25-foot semi-trailer. Uh, this trailer was locked shut with a large deadbolt. Uh, police got a locksmith to unlock the trailer, obviously, and this is what was dubbed the toy box. This trailer was full of nightmares. And I, like, I, oh, sorry, Lenny, I didn't mean to smack you on the nose, buddy. <laughs> Aww. Um, he just kind of looked at me like, what the fuck, mom? How dare you? Um, like, I knew of this toy box thing, and they actually, I think it's what a Criminal Minds episode, they do, because a lot of their storylines, they pick from real cases. Like, right. they take bits and pieces, right? And I do believe there's one where they talk about a killer just like this guy they do yeah and it's messed up and it's like i remember seeing that but then i also remember watching like an actual documentary about it but most of those documentaries they tell you about what they find in the trailer but they don't go into detail about it so there's things that i learned mm, made it okay. that made it so much worse oh yes <laughs> that would make sense that it would yeah yeah so much worse so, <laughs> so in the center of the trailer was a homemade gynecology chair there were numerous straps on this chair, and the chair was also on tracks so that it could be moved to different areas of the trailer, depending on what David and Cindy were doing to their victims. See, I didn't know it was on tracks. I didn't know that I that that's what it was. But yeah, so they could move them without having to get them to unstrap, move them, and oh, restrap yeah, them. Oh, you can right? kind of see sort of in the picture Yeah, that there is. So on the ceiling above the chair, David had placed a mirror so that his victims were forced to see what he was doing to them. Yes. Yeah. Like I said, nightmares. Just completely effed up individual. Yeah. All of the walls, shelves, and drawers were either covered in or full of various items designed to either torture or inflict pain on the victim. These items were a mixture of both boughten and homemade things. It had been estimated that David had spent approximately $100,000 designing and outfitting his toy box. $100,000 so that... And back are then... Are you really into your Back hobby, then, around, around that time, that was a lot... Felt like a lot more money than it is now. Right. So, yeah. I mean, everybody has hobbies but that is that is just that's, oh, let me, that's a fucked up hobby i gotta let's figure something out here there's he was spent, he was spending oh. about 2500 bucks a month approximately on this toy box if he was if you divided out over 40 years but not in any way to take care of the women. I mean, he took care of them. Sort of. But he fed them once a day. and Yeah. Once a day with the animals. Right. Yeah. 
So some of the items on the walls and in the drawers and stuff included leather belts, leg spreaders, branding irons, paddles, sandpaper. Ugh. Wait, uh, oh, blades. I was like, what the hell? Blades, needles, forceps, whips, and speculums, among many other types of items. Many of the sex toys located in the trailer were homemade using various materials such as metal, wood, or plastic. Some of these toys were designed to be mounted on a motorized machine, which he had also built. Of course. Of course. Um, and I didn't write it in my notes, but I guess one of the toys that mounted to that motorized thing, I think it was like 15 inches long. Like just damage people. But... Yeah. So there were many ropes, pulleys, and chains in the trailer. There were many pornographic magazines in the trailer, as well as several books about human anatomy. There was a bulletin or cork board uh, on one of the walls, and upon it were many photos. I'm assuming Polaroid, because mm -hmm. I am pretty sure if anywhere caught you printing that shit off, they would have reported your ass a long time ago, um, of other women being tortured. So also on the walls uh, were many anatomy pictures as well as pictures portraying various types of torture. Oh, wow. Yeah, he had lots of references to Satan, too. But I don't like that he's bringing Satan into this. I, yeah, it's just, I think it's more of a fear thing. But uh, there was also a TV and video, TV and video recording equipment in the trailer. So, you know, he made tapes. It wasn't just pictures. Of course. Yeah. The trailer was soundproof so that no one would hear any screams from the victims. When the police realized how intense this investigation was going to be, they called in the FBI because they're like, we need everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, there was so much evidence that needed to be processed that, like, they wouldn't have been able to handle the amount like it was just ridiculous. Can you Because each of those items are going to be bagged individually. Right. Oh, absolutely. Well, the FBI has a listing of all of his items. There's 401 <laughs> photos here. Yeah. And it's yeah. everything. Yeah. It's the jewelry, the... Yeah, all these poor women's jewelry and stuff. Some really interesting pieces. Because I mm -hmm. found when I was looking through those photos, like some of the rings and stuff, I was like, I can I like I see the ring and I'm like I wonder if this person was like this kind of a personality because right. you can kind of see that it comes out and usually how you what you put on you. I was thinking that too. Actually, there's a few pieces yeah. that came through. So yeah, yeah. Um, it was also at this time that Cindy began to talk with police, so she's starting to cooperate. Okay. Uh, she was interviewed by the FBI's behavioral analysis unit. And she opened up, figuring it was the right time for her to fess up about what they had done. So. Oh, Cindy, that's so nice. It's so good of you. Such a big heart. Yeah. Cindy claimed that she had known that David was a dangerous man when she got involved with him. Mm -hmm. uh, he had told her all that he had done in the past before the two of them had gotten involved with each other. So, and full disclosure. Continued yeah. on. Yeah, this is, oh, yeah. 
Well, this is where I'm ending this episode. No, wait. How is that possible? Yep, it is. You can't leave us hanging like this. Yes, I can, because you know what's really going to be fun? It's not till after Christmas now. I know. We have a happy, cheery Christmas episode in between. We do. I'm so excited for the Christmas episode. Yeah. So I said, this is where I'm going to end this episode for now. Um, And I'm like, I guess I think, or no, I guess I will be doing a part three. But I think we all deserve a mental break from all the fuckery that is David Parker Ray. So next week for our Christmas episode, which comes out Christmas morning or probably late Christmas Eve night because, you know, I'm crazy like that. Um, uh, we will have Santa himself fresh from his trip around the world delivering gifts to all the girls and boys around the world. The world. <laughs> Yay! Yes. Santa! And there'll be nice toys that everybody wanted. Mm-hmm. And how? God, could you imagine if Santa delivered gifts to adults, but it had to be toys? Like, it'd be a mixture of, like, sex toys and RC cars. <laughs> oh, it would be, wouldn't it? No, oh, probably some video game. You want oh, an easy bag oven? oven? Yeah. They still make those, right? They do. <laughs> My friend's daughter got one for her birthday. And I, I was, I had so many questions because I had one too when I was young. Me too. I actually have good memories of my Easy Bake Oven. So do I. The food. No, it was actually Not more. Because I remember, like, and I can picture it. It was in the summer. Um, We would live back on the farm. We're in the kitchen. Mom was at the sink. Like, this is how detailed my photographic mind is. Yes. Mom's washing dishes. I can even see which way her hands are. Like, it's wow. nuts. But my grandma, Roberta, and my grandpa, Roy, were visiting from Calgary. They'd driven all the way from Calgary to Valley View. And they're there. And I had this easy bake oven. And so grandma told me, you know, bake me a cake. And I'm like, okay. So I baked her. I think it was the first one I did was, first one I did was chocolate. That's and so I baked the chocolate cake, put the little icing on it. And then she ate it. And she's like, this is the best ever. And it was just like the thing and so anytime she'd visit i'd make her an easy bake oven cake oh that's yeah. such a good memory it <laughs> is oh i just remember every like buying the little packages to bake mm-hmm. you had to use their little things right and now yeah. my friend the other day i was like can we just put like you know like take a pillsbury cookie pre-done cookie thing and like make it the right size for the pan yeah you have to cut it or whatever but and I'm like, I don't know. We weren't sure if it would work. I'm like, I, I mean, it is cooked by a light bulb, right? So <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Technically, it is just a light bulb. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah, there, I guess there would be some interesting requests. I don't know. What would I want? What was one thing I wanted as a kid every year? but never got oh i know a horse i wanted a horse damn it we lived on a farm <laughs> i would i would want that too i could see that Linnea. <laughs> i was gonna say rock tumbler but that's not the way you were thinking <laughs> well i mean that would have been on my top 10 for sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it would have been probably right near the bottom of that top 10 yeah 
but like no it was funny and then like i move away from home when i'm like how old was i 20 21 yeah i moved away from home when i was about 21 and i come back to visit and my grandpa's like you know just out of the blue like completely random i don't know why we didn't let you have a horse i mean we do live on a farm and i'm like oh my god are you fucking kidding me right now and then he's like yeah now that i think about it, i don't know why we didn't let you have a dog i mean we did live on a farm and i was like oh, i almost <laughs> i almost had grandma convinced the one time we were in grand prairie when we went to petland to buy a blue healer puppy because he was so freaking oh. adorable but um that didn't happen grandpa kiboshed it and now he's like, I don't know why I did that. I don't know why we didn't do this. And I'm just like, oh my God, really? I honestly think my life would be completely different if I had had a horse. Oh, absolutely. Because I guarantee you, I probably never would have left. Nope. <laughs> well, not without the horse anyway. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that was quite funny. Yeah, no, just the things you remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably ask for a horse. Yeah, I like it. I'll I'll make easy bake oven things for your horse, <laughs> like little apple treats and stuff. Little horse treats for you. <laughs> be like that's gonna take a couple hours to cook the molasses out of that. Dehydrated. <laughs> Am I moving too much, Lenny? He he turned his head like, Mom, I'm trying to sleep. With his little half-baked little eyeballs. Funny. Get a baby carrier for him. A ring sling one. I was thinking that. I need to make a little mini one. He's so I tiny. I don't know if I still have a ring sling here. <laughs> I gave mine away. I might have one. I'd have to look. Man, if I still had my Tula... Oops, stick him in there. <laughs> he would fall right out of there. He's so small. Yeah, he is. Did you have the insert for the newborn? <laughs> no, I, I didn't. don't think you did. Yeah, no, because I didn't see the point. Because I was like, it was like another 60, 70 bucks for just that part. And I was like, she's only going to need it for this long. So I would just actually roll up one or two um, receiving blankets. Yeah. Put just them down on the bottom. So she perfect. had something perfect park her little butt on mm-hmm. and it was a little butt it was little. it was so cute even when she arced a liquid shit across from her butt to my leg the yeah. i think we were only we'd only been home half an hour <laughs> and justin was laughing so hard Welcome home. and i'm like okay i get that it's funny but can you get something to wipe this up please because it's gonna stay in the couch like <laughs> he's just laughing yeah oh he thought it was the funniest thing ever and i mean you look back and yeah it kind of is and i was laughing at the time that it did happen but at the same time i was like can you hurry the fuck up <laughs> That's we were looking at our family pictures the other day. The same thing with the newborns, the twins. And I, I said, I pointed at the picture and I was like, you can't see the bottom part of my shirt because the photographer did a great job, but it's covered in poop. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow liquid shit. You both wanted to do these naked pictures. And I was like, okay. And then literally took it off and just, I'm like, oh, well, this is where we're at. <laughs> Make it work. 
That's right. <laughs> See, that's where you get the one where you're holding them, shit in your hands, going down you, and you're laughing. <laughs> right? That would have actually been a really funny picture, to be that honest. That would have been a good one, she yeah. I caught that. We were, yeah. That would have been funny. <laughs> but I think anytime now we get, like, stoner eyes, you know, a little squinty-eyed, I'm, I'm going to call them Lenny eyes. Lenny eyes. Oh, Lenny, Lenny. He does look like a little Snoop. He does. Oh my god, he really does. The more I look at him, the more I see it. It's freaking you out, isn't it? <laughs> it kind of is a little bit. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, Next week yeah. is Christmas. What? No, no, no. Remember, we're recording this before the Monday. So it's oh. like actually like a week and a half. Lydia. My brain fell out of my ear and then I forgot. I was like, what? How? What did I miss? Or no, we're talking, we're in the past. Nope. Talking about the future. Yes. There you go. But yes, next week is Christmas, according to when this is released. Yes, I'm I'm down. I'm down for it now. I get it. Yeah, you get I'm it here now. For it. I'm here for it. <laughs> She's high for it, guys. High. I'm high for it. Murp, murp. Oh. Oh, he looks like a little Snoop. I'm going to send you the picture I found that reminds me at the most of him. Mm, okay. <laughs> and I'm going to do a side-by-side and we'll let people do a vote. Yeah. <laughs> Does my dog look like Snoop Dogg? <laughs> There's going to be more. I just have to find this. <laughs> Oh my god, Linnea, this is a oh my god. Okay, I got the best one. <laughs> we gotta get him a little gold chain and yeah. stuff. Uh, oh yeah, Snoop does wear a gold chain. Yes, he does. And he needs a little Martha Stewart. Oh my god, I know what I'm gonna dress up for is Halloween. I need to be Martha Stewart and he can be Snoop Dogg. Kevin can be your personal uh, roller guy that gets paid like a hundred thousand dollars a year to roll joints for you. He's probably pretty damn good at it. <laughs> Can you imagine if he he wasn't and he still got paid that much? How much would the guy who actually knows how to roll a joint get paid? I th- I feel like he got was it like thirty or forty thousand dollars a year? Snoop pays him to just hang out and smoke joints and roll joints and like procure his he's his, like his his weed sommelier, <laughs> his weed concierge. That's his it. Concierge, <laughs> yes. Oh. oh, he does look like a little Snoop. <laughs> it's freaking you out now. It is. It? it is kind of freaking me out. And I can't wait to do the side-by-side because I really want to show people because I see it. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. I see it. I, I'm definitely crazy. So I'm going to have to look at him when I'm sober and see if it still looks like Snoop Dogg. No, he does. This is the Except, one I'm with. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'm going to remember to look and check. Yeah, you, you should look and check because... <laughs> Oh, you're so cute. But yeah, so next week, Christmas. And then I guess our... Oh, so... Are you ready for Christmas next week? Yeah, I think so. I just gotta get Justin a couple more things, but that's it. I think that question is such a loaded question. I don't think anybody's ever ready. Yeah, like what? I'd be ready if I didn't have to do anything. Because <laughs> I, I still have to get something for my mom. Yeah. 
but I'm almost thinking I might just order her something on Amazon and have them like have it shipped directly to her. Because then I don't have to pay Canada Post ridiculous amount of shipping. That's true. As it is, I don't even want to know how much I'm going to have to pay to ship my grandpa's blanket I'm crocheting up there. So You guys aren't going to go up there then. I, I don't like to go up in the winter, especially right now, because it's so unpredictable. They get freezing rain and stuff a lot. And Oh, that's true. And it's been so mild. mild. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been so mild. It's crazy. I can't wait for it to just set in and be minus 20 all the time. See, I agree. My arthritis would appreciate it. <laughs> I believe that, yeah. Because for the last, well, since, you know, the end of fall, I have been dying. <laughs> so oh. most days it feels like my arm's going to explode. Where? What part? My shoulder, my wrist, and my elbow. Mm, okay. Yeah. So my whole left arm it kind of becomes claw like and i can't use it it's really bad my fingers have been like cramping up yeah it could be arthritis it well it is we have rheumatoid in the family here and i well and we're old melissa what don't tell anybody (laughs) that (laughs) we're not old babies like lenny oh it's so annoying to get old he's just a baby baby. He loves me pulling on his ears gently like this. That's what she said. Oh. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, well, uh yeah, so this No, this one is coming out and then we'll have the Christmas episode and then we're back into it with part 3 of David Parker Ray. And I'm hoping it's only part three, because I swear to God, if I have to do a part mm. four, I'm going to need a therapist. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, well, I'll be your therapist. May not make it better, but I can try. <laughs> well, we'll dress up Lenny in like a little doctor's outfit and he could be my therapist. <laughs> He's so I, cute. Okay, now I'm picturing Kramer. Kramer. Why? I don't know why. Seinfeld. Why? I don't know, but you said that and I'm like, Kramer, why Kramer? I don't think there's any association with I don't know. Maybe he needed a therapist? Oh, well, that's a given. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I sent you three Snoop Dogg pictures. Okay. That, okay. I, that I see as but. Let's um, see. Yeah, the top one for sure. Definitely sometimes the second one. I only got two. Oh, oh, the other one I had to send to your phone number. Oh, to my phone number. Because I sent it. I don't know what was happening here. but Well, I didn't receive that one yet, so. Okay. We might not ever, actually, because I feel like pictures don't go to you because you're not an Apple friend. <laughs> you're not an Apple friend. So not... sometimes don't go through. It's stupid. Yeah, I, I, I'm on the... the... What is it? Not the dark side. I'm the, the other side. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, I'll send it like this now so you can see. But can we should probably sign off. Yeah. Stuff because it's, it's getting awkward. It'll be Christmas next week. Yep. 
Yay! <laughs> okay, so everybody, thanks, thanks for Linnea. putting up with us and find listening us, to this. Find us everywhere that you listen to podcasts, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. And then Facebook, obviously. There's also the Facebook group, Getting How True Crime Podcast. Um, and then you can always communicate with us. Tell us whatever the heck you feel like. Um, and if it's funny or good or interesting, we might read it out on the on the show. <laughs> so uh, it's getting high with true crime at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send them in. Send us something. Has anybody sent you anything ever? Not a listener, no. Oh, we need to have that first one. So I tell you, the first person to email us is getting a whole staff sticker pack. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. And pins. <laughs> there's all sorts of awesome stuff. Maybe some random artwork or sheets I've colored wall high. Yeah. Ooh. Because they're pretty fantastic, actually. <laughs> and maybe, maybe assigned one of our uh, flyer things. We'll both sign it. That Ooh. way, if we're ever famous, you can have our signature. That's a good idea. There we go. She signed one. Fangirl. <laughs> I'm a fangirl here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, you know. Stay lifted. Woohoo. Oh, Lenny, you're in the way. <laughs> I can't reach the fucking button. <laughs> okay, there it is. <laughs>